Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Rides and games will be at the San Diego County Fair this year, after all. The status of the Midway has been in jeopardy since April 5th, when a judge issued an injunction blocking a contract to allow a single company to run the Midway. Greg Moran covers courts and legal affairs at the Union Tribune and is here to break it down for us. Uh, so, so, Greg, give me a little background on this. What was the controversy to begin with? Well, this was a dispute uh, largely over how the 22nd District Agricultural Association, which manages the fairgrounds and runs the fair, uh, have have uh, issued contracts really over the past several years uh, or tried to issue them for uh, uh, what's called a master midway operator that would be one company that would uh, you know kind of manage and run the midway where, where you have all the rides and the games and the food and all the kind of fun stuff at the uh, <clears throat> at the fairgrounds um, this was a dispute between two companies uh, one of whom had been awarded a contract uh, to be that master operator a potentially very lucrative contract for five years and the other that uh, had lost out in a uh, in a uh, competitive bidding kind of situation. Um, the dispute here was the losing company, which was called Tally Amusements, contended at first that there were errors in the scoring by the district uh, when they uh, did this uh, bidding uh, that uh, injured Tally and that if corrected, they would have won. Uh, when the uh, district uh, refused to do anything, they ended up filing a suit. And during the course of that lawsuit and taking positions talked to former uh, workers at the at the district who said that there were not errors but the uh, scores had been intentionally and purposefully changed after they had been tabulated uh, to the benefit of the other company which is called RCS is there any indication of why that may have been the case I mean do we know any motivations well uh not specifically. Um, the district says that they didn't, that there were no scores were changed, or if they were, it was not improper. Um, you know, there is some evidence in the record in some of these depositions and other statements that the district didn't think that the tally amusement bid, although it was more lucrative, uh, would have gotten the district more money over time, was uh, desirable. Uh, they thought they were uh, giving them actually too much money, as ironic as that sounds. So no, um, you, you know the, the the assumption I think certainly by the uh, on the part of Tally and their attorney is that the district, for whatever reason, wanted uh, RCS to be uh, to the, the winner of this contract. Um, and in that light, it's important to kind of remember, I won't go into it, but this is a dispute that's been going on really for several years. Um, since 2018, the district has tried to give uh, a contract of one kind or another to RCS exclusively. Um, and for various reasons, the COVID pandemic, other contract protests, and so forth, they haven't been able to do it. But this is the third, maybe even the fourth time that uh, RCS uh, was the beneficiary of um, you know, a contract award by the district. Um, why that is so um, has not been explicitly said. Okay, a deal was reached over uh, the weekend. What's in it? Well, um, 
you know, on April 5th, a Superior Court judge had issued an injunction which blocked the execution of this contract uh, that would have allowed RCS to run the midway for this year's fair. The judge sided with Tally and said that the uh, qualifications and the process had been you know, slanted or uh, had uh, been infected with favoritism towards uh, RCS. Uh, a, a, a less charitable word is that, you know, th that the bidding had been rigged. So he, uh, that if that's true, that violates the state public contracts code. And when that happens, the contract is void. So he issued an injunction that for about a week, kind of threw the future of the midway for this year into um, doubt. The district said there was no way that they could rebid another uh, vendor, that the fair was starting on June 8th, that it's a very complicated situation and, there's, and that um, if the injunction were to stand, the fair would have to be canceled. Um, you know, what ended up happening, the short version is that on Friday, they began a settlement uh, uh, discussions with uh, Superior Court Judge Ronald Frazier. And in a really extraordinary kind of period of time, they met until eight o'clock on Friday night, went home, came back on Saturday morning, uh, very unusual, empty courthouse, and kind of negotiated for another four hours. Uh, I think they hammered out most of it then. Uh, and they finalized it on Monday. Essentially, what this does is it is it splits operation of the midway between RCS and Tally. Each of them will get uh, some space and some revenue and some opportunity to do business at the fair, along with other independent uh, uh, companies. You know, there are, there's this whole industry of carnival companies that go around the country, and they have rides or games or a combination of both. So some of those may be filtered in. It basically uh, temporarily resolved uh, or resolved this dispute about the the, the fair this year by um, making a deal where the disputing companies and others will be able to uh, be at the fair, and the midway will uh, will be full on and and uh, booming along. It sounds like the lawsuit brought by Tally is on hold for the duration of the fair, but what's expected to happen with it afterward? Well, that's very interesting. I mean, uh, yes, you're right. It's on hold. Uh, there is no dismissal of the lawsuit. So Tally is still contending that um, it gets a little complicated here, but um, that they lost out on a contract to do this uh, for the 2021 fair. That was the contract where the allegation is the scores were changed and benefited RCS. Um, because they say they should have had that contract, they say that they have lost out on money and, and you know, a potential five-year uh, uh, partnership with the district. Um, that, you know, uh, resolution of that is uh, is still pending. They just agreed to kind of go back to their corners for the duration of the fair because it didn't really make sense to be suing the district when you're trying to do business with the district as well. Uh, but it's very clear that um, that this will pick up uh, probably sometime in August. Now, it could go a couple of ways. They could settle it. Um, the, the district could continue to, uh, you know, refute and, and, and fight the allegations from Tally. Uh, there could be more development of evidence in the record, more depositions taken, and so forth. It's just uh, that that's still kind of a live grenade. And in, and in many ways, that's something to keep your eye on, because the kind of underlying 
uh, situation here is, yes, it has to do with the particulars of how these contracts were let. The larger story is um, how the district um, manages and uh, distributes its contracting practices. That's really uh, kind of the larger issue, I think, that the lawsuit might get at. And that's still something that's very much in play. Yeah, that seems like a central question to me, you know, whether the district will manage all of the fair contractors, right, as it has in the past, or, or go forward with a master contractor, right, the, uh, the contract that they've tried to award it. I mean, is, is the idea of having a master contractor controversial in itself? Does Tally have a problem with that? You know, I don't think so. I mean, if given the opportunity, I mean, they, you know, they bid to, to, to do it in uh, 2021. Uh, no, I don't think it is. It, it does. The, the district has said that it, it wants to do it this way because it's more efficient. It's easier on them. You know, previously they had to manage a, a number of different individual contracts with all these companies. This way you give it to one person and, and that or one company and that company can subcontract out or, you know, you're kind of handing it off to them to kind of supervise and manage and run the thing. I don't think there is an objection to that um, uh, way of doing business. You know, when the district first started down this road a couple of years ago and sort of abruptly announced that they were going to go to a master operator, a single operator, and abandon the uh, multiple independent uh, midway, there was a lot of complaint and concern from those independent businesses. A lot of these really are, you know, if not mom and pop, they are small family businesses. They, they travel around the country, the, the region, you know, going to these fairs and, and setting up their rides. Uh, the Del Mar Fair being the, the largest, you know, fair in California, the, the largest in the country, the sixth largest in North America, um, is a real lucrative, uh, you know, important part of, of uh, many, for many of these companies. And some of them had been coming for generations, you know, 20, 30 years. Uh, so there was objection to that kind of policy change when the district said we're going to go from an independent to uh, a master um, from those people. And they they may still not like it, um, but uh, you know, as a as a kind of a management decision or something like that, I don't think it's particularly controversial. Well, there. Do you think there will be any differences, uh, noticeable differences, to fair goers? No, you know, and that's a great question that I, I, I probably ought to have pointed out in, in the stories. You know, I mean, most people aren't going to know, oh, look, that's a tally amusement ride or that's an RCS ride. I mean, I, I've lived here for 30 years and have gone to the fair a number of times. I had no idea who the you know carnival companies were <laughs> right. uh, and people don't. They just want to go there and have fun. Uh, so, no, I don't think you'll notice anything different. Uh, I don't think people will. You know, the difference really is in kind of uh, the, sort of the governance and, and the operations of the district. You know, it, it makes a difference uh, uh, for them, uh, you know, but that's that's kind of behind the scenes. But if you were to show up to the to the San Diego County Fair on June 8th when it opens, um, it's probably going to look very much like the San Diego County Fair looked uh, in 2019, which was the last year they had a full fair. Greg Moran, thanks so much. Sure.